Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. Guys, welcome to this week's podcast episode. I'm really excited about today's guest, Michael, from based out of Toronto. He's founder and CEO of Keyspire, and today's talk is going to be all about bread and butter for the audience out there, physicians. We're going to be talking about real estate, finances, investing. You know the drill. Uh, Michael, welcome. Thank you, Chris. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, like I said, um, you know, this audience is mostly doctors interested in, like I said, real estate is one of those number one side income streams. So kind of talk about your journey, how you came to it, and we'll get more into it. Yeah. Thanks, Chris. When I heard that your audience was a group of uh, physicians and doctors, I was super excited to be here because I have a really interesting story that um, that crosses over with, with probably your story and a lot of the people uh, that are here watching, um, and I just—I got to say, I just absolutely—I find doctors to be almost magicians. I'm like a, an amateur, you know, health buff. I love learning all the latest research and science. So what you guys do is absolutely amazing. Um, we coach a lot of professionals with Keyspire, and a lot of doctors will come up to me at, at our events and afterwards, and they'll say, "Michael, I, I'm so glad you introduced me to. We do real estate. I'm so glad you introduced me to real estate investing." We don't learn that. We spend a decade in school and we learn all kinds of things, but no one ever teaches us this, the financial, what seems like wizardry in terms of how to build your portfolio and your wealth through real estate. So I absolutely love working with physicians and all, all the professionals, you know, in that same pedigree. Uh, my story is interesting, Chris, because uh, when I started out as in first year university, so my company, Keyspire, we coach people. What we do is we put people in control of their future by removing the mystery of real estate investing. That is our purpose. Put, put you in control of your future by removing that mystery that is real estate investing. And so when I was 20 years old, it was all a mystery. And I was going to the University of Guelph. It's in Canada, just outside of Toronto. And I was in the pre-med program. So my goal was always to be a doctor. I was so excited. I wanted to be an emergency room doctor that I wanted to be, you know, get into some specialty with, with, with brains or other organs. I don't know. It was, it was so fascinating to me. So my first year I was in pre-med and uh, I mean, it was, it was a lot of work. And I know everyone's laughing at me because first year of, of your undergrad is nothing compared to what you've done. But it was a lot for, at the time, there was no free time. I realized, okay, I wanted to be a doctor for three reasons. I wanted to be wealthy. I was 20 years old, so you know it was about the money and the cars to, to a certain degree. Uh, I loved helping people, and I just got this high off of you know giving to people and you know adding value, I guess you could say. And uh, I loved the, the science behind it. So because of these three things, I knew that was the career for me. Uh, but then I also realized that I couldn't pay for my school. I, I couldn't pay for any of my school. I was paid for my first year. I was in debt. Uh, you know, I say I didn't have no money. I had less and minus money. And my parents, you know, I came from a good, I came from a good middle class home. I, I didn't have a hard upbringing. Um, my parents were middle class, very supportive parents, but they were right in that point where 
it was hard to qualify for student loans, but I didn't have the money to have it all covered. You get the free ride from home, you know? It's kind of like this middle, middle ground. So I had to do something different. I had to earn money and more money than I could just earn as a waiter at the restaurant. So I did a bunch of research and I realized that through history, the wealthiest people have been involved in real estate. Unless you win the lottery or start a tech company uh, and you, you, know, you get lucky, if you want a more sure route, it was real estate. But I didn't have any money for a down payment. I had no way to buy property. So I had to do something. I did something very interesting. I had to make a decision going into my second year. Do I continue and go to medical school or do I get into real estate? Okay, now, crazy, it's a crazy thing. My parents are very supportive, but try going to your parents in second year undergrad and saying, Mom and Dad, I don't want to be a doctor anymore. I want to renovate homes. Right? <laughs> they were like, what? Crazy? Like, it's the dream career is being a doctor. It's one of the most prestigious things that you can do. I just want to, I just want to, it's houses. Like it was so funny. They supported me and, and I got into real estate. And the reason, the reason I made the decision, it was really a financial decision because I love doing both of them. But Chris, I did something really cool. I mapped out a 10 year outlook. Okay. If I were to go to medical school for the next 10 years, what does every year look like financially? And if I were to buy just one property, what would that look like over 10 years? And I got to tell you, I showed the graphs at some of my events and 10 years of medical school, it's like the number goes down a little bit every year as I, as I would have to borrow to pay for it. And my real estate portfolio would just grow. And for me, that was kind of like, that was kind of like the, the you know, the, the really put me over the edge. And when I say this at my events and seminars, I see like the doctors, I say, guys, gals, you guys, are, you're amazing. And I just, I somehow came to this conclusion. I got lucky or else I would be here with you trying to learn how to invest in real estate because I'm an expert at fixing people. Uh, I just fix houses. You fix people, right? And I always had a doctor come up to me at the end and say, "Look, Michael, that was that, that was really insightful. I'm in my early 30s and I'm, I'm still in debt. I'm still working to get out of it. So I need real estate to make to to build this wealth faster." And so, um, anyway, that's my story. Kind of crosses over in terms of I had this this crossroads, and but I always have this dream, Chris, that I'm going to be a doctor one day. I'm going to go back to medical school. Um, but there it is. No, uh, it's, it's interesting. You know, what's interesting is, uh, I would, you know, there's this article where, um, recently there's uproar among my colleagues and friends that were saying like a UPS driver makes like a hundred and eight, you know, driving and then like a doctor struggling. And, you know, if like a UPS driver's like investing in UPS stock from age 22, you know, he'd be, he'd be a millionaire much faster mm -hmm. than that, you know, and there's like this huge uproar, <laughs> but, um, you know, yeah. fact of the matter is, you know, your time does not scale. So you have to find things that scale yeah. your time, like investments or company. Or not, to, not to say uh, income is not not bad, but there's faster ways, which you seem like you discovered. So, no, kind of a side note yeah. is, uh, you know, with this pre-med thing, um, you're, are you advocating for your kids or your offspring to go into medicine or, or finances and investing? You know what? That's that's a totally different beast. Uh, I, I advocate for them to do whatever they love. I mean, I'm a big believer of unique ability. My coach tells me about unique ability, and uh, whatever you absolutely love doing and you're the best at, I think that's what you should do. And if it's medicine, fantastic. If it's real estate, that would be really cool because that's what I do. 
if it's, uh, you know, my, my oldest is nine, he loves coding and building video games online. That's his calling. My youngest is six and he loves being outside and working with animals. So um, I don't think you can choose when it comes to your kids, Chris, I think you just kind of go with the flow. Yeah. No, I just said the aesthetic because uh, like a lot of my parent, my friend's parents, they were um, very, they were entrepreneurs, like they had businesses and then they, but then they told their kids, don't go into business, go into law or medicine or, you know, yeah. investment banking or something, <laughs> which is. Uh, I would love it. You know, <laughs> if my kids went to medical school, Chris, I'd go with them. I told my wife a couple of years ago, I got kind of inspired to go to medical school again. And I said, why don't we just go, we'll live in residence. It'd be kind of fun. I'm 43 years old. So it'd be kind of an interesting little exercise, uh, demographics. But I think if my kids said, I'm going to go, I'd be like, I'll go with you. Cause I've always wanted to do it, but it's kind of a fun little, fun little pipe dream. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, so what's your, what's your real estate strategy? Like, and, you know, some people do multifamily, some are apartment commercial, some are private equity. How does you, how do you, um, what's your strategy? Yeah. So what we do is, so when we're coaching our members, we always start with the big picture. The very first question we ask and what I want everyone to think about is what is your lifestyle freedom day? We call it lifestyle freedom day. That's the day where you can do whatever the heck you want. So retirement is a bad word around my organization. We're not allowed to say retirement because retirement literally means to no longer be of use. I don't think anyone here wants to retire. So we don't say retirement. It starts with retirement is a bad word. We are going to have a lifestyle freedom day. We're going to have a day where we have lifestyle freedom. We do whatever we want. For some people, that's continue to work because they love it. For some people, that's like their job. For some people, it's travel. It's different for everyone. Me, I've, I've had Lifestyle Freedom Day now for uh, since 2005, so whatever, how many years that is, and I work harder than ever. I absolutely love doing stuff like this and adding value. So it's not about retiring and sitting on the couch and watching Netflix. It's about, the first thing we teach us is about having this, this day, this Lifestyle Freedom Day, which is your end goal. And once we can uh, teach our members how to create that Lifestyle Freedom Day end goal, make it tangible, we have a tool called the Lifestyle Designer where people actually design their life exactly how they want it and then live lifestyle first. And then the second part of that, Chris, is to earn the income you need to get to your lifestyle freedom day. So if yeah. you need 110,000 or 210,000 a year, 300 or 50,000 a year, the strategy is to then use real estate to reach that number in passive income. Yeah. I like that. So, it's all so it sounds like you, you help client understand this, um, Kind of talk about you know how your um, you know the approach to your to your program is um, how can you know how long is it um, you know kind of the mechanics what do they learn what can they expect to get out of it? Yeah, so one of the first things we'll do once we have this lifestyle freedom day, let me walk you through a little bit of a process. So if I was coaching somebody here that was watching, I would say first it's the lifestyle freedom day. The second thing we're going to do is we're going to create a portfolio across three investing streams. So the question about, you know, people ask, well, do you like to flip properties? Do you like multi-residential? Do you like apartment buildings? Do you like commercial? That comes way later. That is not, that, nobody can answer that question until they go through this process. Nobody should ever answer that question. I like apartment buildings. Well, why? How does that drive your goal? How does that drive your investment activity life cycle, which is a, another tool that we use for our members? So once we have Lifestyle Freedom Day, we are going to look at the three investing streams. That is property. That's what most people are familiar with, investment property. It's private lending. 
So becoming a private lender and actually lending out your money at 10 to 12% and getting the return, being the bank. And the third is private equity, investing your money in the deal that somebody else is doing all of the work. Whether it's individual private equity, say me and you were going to partner, Chris, and I was going to put in all the money and you were going to do all the work. That's one way to invest in real estate. Or, Chris, if you and I and a group of 100 doctors were going to put in $100,000 each and invest $10 million into a development project and earn those returns, that's also private equity investing. So the second thing we'll do is we'll teach our members, we'll walk them through these three investing streams, and we'll figure out what the best investing stream is for them. Because there, there's no better investing stream than the other. It's, it's what's the best for you. If you're a young college guy like I am, with no, like I was, like I am, I wish. If you're a young college guy like I am, I wish. If you're a young college guy like I was, and you got no money, uh, and you got time on your hands, you got no kids, no family, you can then do, you should then do the property investing stream because you have more time. You can put, you have more energy. You can work the late nights. If you are like I am today, I've got two young kids, I run multiple businesses, there's other things I love to do right now other than renovate properties at midnight, then uh, that person, the better investing stream is the private lending and the private equity, so they can be a little bit more passive. So that will be the strategy. You know, the tactics are different. That'll be the strategy, Chris. It's Lifestyle Freedom Day, and then which investing streams make up your portfolio. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Very interesting. Um, kind of uh, end later on with how they can contact you and find out more about details. Um, and uh, I'm always curious. I always love to hear people's viewpoints on the economy and, you know, with interest rates. And some people are saying, you know, we're bordering on a recession. We're bordering on a boom. Um, you know, and then like they say, that Canadian real estate is uh, overvalued. There's a property bubble. Um, what are your Thoughts on all of this, the conflicting messages. Yeah, I think, you know, high level, you're in trouble if you don't know what you're doing, no matter what, you know, no matter what's happening. Certain parts of the, uh, of the economic cycle where you could invest in real estate or invest in a stock or invest in whatever. You know, at one point you could invest in Bitcoin if you pick the right moment in time and look like a genius, which is, you know, for me, Bitcoin is the casino. I'm a real estate guy. So Bitcoin, crypto is as far off base from being in control of my future as you can possibly get. Then there's the stock market and then there's the casino, then there's the stock market and then there's real estate. So I think it's, it's, it's always scary when you don't have confidence. And how do we get confidence? We have to learn. We have to practice. And so no matter what market you're in, you need to start, first start by building that confidence learning the underlying principles, practicing. I always tell people like, I'm so unconfident when it comes to doing dentistry. If I were to do a root canal tomorrow, I'm not, I'm not confident. It's not because the root canal is a scary thing to do, it's because I've never learned. And so with the real estate market, it's the exact same thing. It's nothing to do with the market out there, it has everything to do with each individual person and what they know and how they set themselves up for success. Their knowledge, uh, the tools that they have, and then the support that they and once you have that foundation, then you can start asking the questions, okay, what tactical moves should I be using in this market right now in order to drive my strategy? And of course, my strategy aligns with those three investing streams I talked about. Yeah, I, lo I love that. And um, it's all about financial knowledge and financial literacy. And then you have to understand the uh, macroeconomic cycle, where we are, the business cycle, you know, the really conflicting times. That's, that's why it's it's good to be armed with knowledge and, you know, get mentorship mm -hmm. and all of that. Um, 
the other yeah the other question is this uh this idea of um talking about you know kind of this power of financial knowledge and financial literacy and kind of the i know you've had you know success from different clients and uh and how you give back kind of ended on that and how people can contact you and, and reach out to you yeah i think um well, in terms of in terms of you know, there's couple there's a couple of parts of giving back. There's for profit and not for not for profit. And I believe that you can run a for profit business. You can still make money, be compensated for your time and your value add, while still giving back to the world. That is still giving back. You're just you, you've got to you've got to get paid. Your team has to get paid. You know, there's, there's expenses in the world. As far as the 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 charitable giving back, I do I do want to address this because there's one thing that I've done that just works so great. Every time that we have a family party or a kid's birthday, what we do is instead of getting presents, we set up a little fundraiser and all of the kids, they just, they donate. All of the families, instead of my kids getting all these little toys, we donate, we raise thousands of dollars uh, and uh, we donate that to, we go to Children's Foundation to feed, to feed children in schools that don't have the, uh, that don't have the means to, to pay for their food. That's how we get back on the non-profitable side, but on the business side, I've aligned the business to do one single thing is to put people in control of their future. So when they see me five years from the day that they became a member, they're going to say, Michael, thank you for putting this together. That's my, that's my goal, Chris. Thank you for putting this together because the amount of money I invested with you, it's come back 10 times. And more importantly, I'm confident, I'm centered, my family is centered, and I just have a better view of my future. And so how we do that, I mean, there's ways that we help people for free. Uh, there's we have a free master class that we run. My business partner is uh, in in Keyspire. My business partner is Scott McGillivray, the income property guy. His show Income Property is on over forty countries. It's been on for over fifteen years, and he has created a master class on behind the scenes exactly what happens with income property. So that's one way that we give back and do that for absolutely absolutely for free. And anyone who wants to join can go to our website and just hop onto that master class and get started. Yeah. I love that. And um, let's thank um, Mike, Michael for coming on to the show, um, talking about the power of real estate to achieve financial freedom. And for people, it's different. It's not just a single number. It's, um, it's all about understanding, putting it together and creating a plan and strategy you know, for your future. He's, all of his resources will be in the links and show notes, um, all of his um, Social media is Keyspire as well. And be sure to check him out and check out his group as well. And with that, thanks so much for coming on to the podcast. Chris, thanks for having me. I had a great time and I hope we added some value to your people. I hope you really enjoyed that wonderful, inspirational, motivational piece. Again, if you, wherever you are listening, if you liked it, sure to like comment share subscribe we're on everywhere spotify itunes google amazon audible and without much ado be sure to thank this show's sponsors and we'll see you next week